Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? You know what it is, bro. It's the lifestyle. Our lifestyle is where we put people in a room who we feel like need to be in a room together, and where we put you in the room in the mind frame and listening to us with people we think you should listen to. So what Yo, you been up to? Yo, shout out to the Bay, though. The Bay fucking with us heavy. What's Cuddy name that hit you up? Ah, man, I can't even remember right now, man. So why would you ask me that? On the spot? Yeah, like shit. I, you know I what I mean? mean but shout out to you, yeah. bro. I just, you know who you are, bro. Yeah. This is what it is. You know it. Damn, nah, I'm uh, I'm going to have to look and see, man. Go on here, dog. You want to take that out? Nah, no, keep it no. rolling. Yeah, you got to just find out his name, bro, because uh, he hit us up. You fucking with us. So what you been up to? Man, the same old shit, man. Got some big shit on the floor, man, that, that I'm appreciative of. What about you? Yeah, I got some shit on the floor, too. But what? since we was talking about them deer. Yeah. Apparently it's, it's legendary a- Gary Archer, man. What's up, man? We appreciate you listening and fucking with us in the bay. We gonna do business real soon, man. So yeah, uh, so I had explained a story about how I had the Mexican standoff with the deer and shit. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Well, apparently the deer is out there running around sick and shit, and that could have been a that could have been a real war. You know what I'm saying? Could have went to war with them deer niggas, man. But but all the deers ain't sick and shit. So maybe they just trying to get to the crib or get to work. Right. But I'm saying. Possibly, I wasn't looking for the signs of the sick deer. But for motherfuckers who wonder if the deer is sick and all that shit, in real life, it's like mad cow disease. So right. if you don't eat deer, you don't got nothing to worry about. You know right. what I'm and saying? If you don't eat deer or let a deer just come up and bite, bite you. Bite you, yeah. So, and niggas ain't even seeing deers. That's, that's wood shit. Yeah. So you got a book? What you got? No, I got a term, though. My term is collaborate. To collaborate means to work on with one another, cooperate as on a literary work or a musical work. I got a term, too. My term is purge. It's to remove a group of people considered unjustifiable from an organization or a place in an abrupt or violent way. Why was that your term? Well, because most people who do music, they have to collaborate. Unless you do the beat and do you the engineer and... Even then, you need yeah. another nigga to mix it. To hear another yeah, ear on it. Another set of ears. So uh, that was actually my turn because we have a guest who's a, a, a well-known artist in our section of the state, and he he collaborates with other artists. Why was that your turn? Well, the actual name of the uh, mixtape or the project is The Persian. I know, get, because quit fucking saying mixtape. Yo, man. It's I not know, a mixtape. I, I know that. Okay, I know that. Okay. All right, man. You, you want some problems with uh, me? I'm just saying, nigga, <laughs> I'm just, because I'm the, the, fu- the, the more you further the narrative of a mixtape, the more people won't understand that a mixtape is actual DJ mixing, mixing on a record. On, and yeah. you never even hear the full song, maybe only the single. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? In the middle of the shit. Who we got in the house today? Man, we got RB Kid. What's going on, bro? What it do? What it do? Hey, how you been, man? Man, all good, man. Just chilling, working. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we actually been bumping into you for a long ass time. Long ass yeah. Time. Probably at least. Well, I've been doing that shit for 10 years. It's coming up on 10 years. So yep. I know yep. it's been at least 10 years, man. So yeah. go ahead and tell the people a little about yourself. Yeah, man, I started off, man, way back in like 97. And I've ran through like three. Uh, independent labels which has been like uh ricochet uh um money up front and another record label called uh 
I can't even remember the label. It's been so long ago. You was, you was on it, Ricochet Entertainment? I was uh, on Ricochet. Uh, Rick, Moody, Rick Jackson. Moody, yep. It's yeah. a flyer. You check yeah. that flyer out with the four faces on there. You was Yeah, he wanted yeah, to sign us. We just hated on our deal. Like, really? Straight up. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, yeah, we, like we had met him and kicked Ooh. it with him. He like yeah. paid for the project to get mastered that before we was even, like yeah. the first time we talked to him, he like, we was telling him, he was like, yo, I got a project ready. Yep. He was like, yeah, we about to get it mixed and shit. And he gave us the money like that day to go get it mixed. That was the first time we ever met him on yeah, it's a long history with them. I actually knew uh, the son who yeah. was, you know, yeah. running around with us and doing. We was doing like open mics and all of that. But I know enough from the block. Yeah. So he knew I was doing my thing. He so he pretty much grabbed me yeah. with the, you know, with them and linked me with that label. Yeah. Because he seen I was trying to get my thing popping off. So right, right. Yeah, man, it was. That was like a day where we was like running from east to west, all open <laughs> mics. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, we were running to East Side Cheddar Boys. We was running into. Uh, uh, rock bottom, Herc a lot. You know, we was just grinding the streets. You know yeah, what I mean? Just really trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the first nigga to throw billboards and shit up for us. Oh yeah. 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 Rick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts yeah. out, Rick. Man. What happened yeah. to him? He still. <clears throat> what happened to him? He was uh, man. He just didn't. He had the money, but he just didn't have the knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it pretty much was. And the money started to like run out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, so he was, was an electrician or something. Yeah, he yeah. ran that, but I think he ended up selling that bill, that business or something like that, and going on to do something else. But he just, yeah, at the time, he just he had the bread, but he just didn't know the vision. You know what yeah. I mean? Or how that yeah. label should go. And it, his son was trying to point him in the right direction, but you know, it was just early in the beginnings. You know what I'm saying? Just. Yeah. Cats trying to figure out something. Yeah, so so where you grew up at in Detroit? <laughs> man, I grew up west side Detroit, man. Schoolcraft. It's been, you know what I mean, very humbling over there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah, see yeah. a lot of stuff. You ran into a lot of people. Yeah. You know, of course, Obi is from, you know, Schoolcraft. Shouts yeah. out him. And, uh, uh, K.A.? Yeah, K.A. I ran into him the other day. He doing big things still. Yeah. But Dusty from the craft, man. Yep, yeah. yep. And uh, rest in peace, Showboat, man. I mean, yeah. King David. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah, of these yeah. dudes. King David. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, a lot of these dudes. So, I mean, I've really been in this game for a minute, you know, really just bumping heads with these guys and crossing paths, and it's been beautiful. Yeah. You so know, what got all you love. Into rap? What, what made you want to get into rap? Man, growing up, man, my brother, he was just listening to all this NWA, LL, Cool J shit, and Mon Dukes didn't really, you know, she ain't really like it, but she let him do it. <laughs> yeah. And this is when the cassette tapes and shit was rocking, and he would just, as soon as he go to work, I would go play some of that shit. And yeah. I would see it anyway on, you know, MTV, the yeah. box. You know what yeah, I mean? Remember all of that? Yeah. So I would just, man, just see that. And then plus, my brother and his friends would like rap a lot. Yeah. They would just play around. I would jump in there and try to spit rhymes too. You know what I mean? So then it got serious to where my brother seen I was like really loving this. Yeah. And me and him would just go back and forth. Yeah. You know, if we would ride to the mall or something, he would put an instrumental in. It was when, the, you know, the singles was like the song, the acapella, and the, the instrumental. instrumental. Yeah. Remember that? You know, yeah. and we would just go back and forth because he was just trying to sharpen me up. You yeah. know what I mean? He knew. You know what I mean? So after that, man, it was just a go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a go, man. Just started falling in love. So when did you put out your first project? First project, man, was probably right after... Uh, the Ricochet Entertainment, you know, I was like, I got to find something, you know, because that had worked, but it didn't really work for me. Yeah. I was like, man, you know, people still got to know who RB Kid is and find out who this, you know, artist is. So I just kind of sprouted out with some dudes I knew from high school. They was doing beats heavy, you know what I mean? And yeah. I was just at that studio, just up there living, just trying to get whatever beats I could and just creating, you know, new songs and just coming up with different styles and just 
dropping that project. The project was called uh, Street Dreams. Street yeah. Dreams. Yeah, but I never did fully like make a cover and you know put it out. But it was about 15 joints on there that was, like, hot. You know what yeah. I mean? It was a mixture of my boys' beats, and I was taking, like, industry beats, yeah, too. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was a real good project. But that was a sharpening point for me, you know, to figure out, you know, how I want to uh, make a project good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. actually have somebody listen to it and, you know, see that I'm talking about something. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right, so, so the uh, when you was with Ricochet Entertainment, mm-hmm. you was just homing your skills. You was just getting ready. I was. Yeah, I was. Because they show, I mean, Lish, DJ Lish, he put, I mean, he showed me so much love, you know, bringing me so many places with him. And just yeah. me and him would just roll a lot of strip clubs and, and just shit like that. It was, yeah, he just king of the strip clubs. Yeah, <laughs> he is. You know, <laughs> yeah. and he is really, uh, I mean, shouts out well, to him. Well, that's when he was doing it, though. That's yeah. That's when it was like, yeah, and he be coming. Who yeah. He was, yeah, and he knew he had to get in there and what we had to do to really, you know, work with the DJs and stuff like that to get the records played. But, yeah, he showed so much love on and paying for studio time and getting me in there. It was gutter, man. It was good. Yeah, yeah it was a good yeah, time with dope. them. That's dope. Yeah, that was a sharpening point. Yeah, yeah, definitely there. So how did you come to the style that you, like, settled on? Because rappers go through different styles, especially, like, we from the Midwest, so we really got the gumbo powder. Yeah. North, south, east, west. We and do. We just take that and make it our own. So how did you decide, like, this is going to be my style? Um, I decided that probably around the time coming into Ricochet. Yeah, because rolling with these other dudes that's from Inkster and Romulus, these guys was dope. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. I mean, Gambit and Moody and Dooley, they all had their own. You know what I mean? Look at me. You know what I'm saying? Style yeah. that you know rolling with them, it was like everybody had their own style, and it was like, nigga, I'm the shit. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah. Dooley, my man's, and he the shit, but I'm also the shit too in my own way. Right. So that's when I was like rolling with them, and we did a lot of freestyling too. You know what I mean? Just going back and forth with all of us, but. uh that was the time where I was like, yo, I got to make sure I make shit that's stand out from everybody else. Right. You know what I mean? Them records that really grab people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 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 So what, what would you think your best record is to date that you made? Man, I've made so many. and One of them got to stand out. Yeah, one of them is probably Stressing. Stressing is probably a record that's like, man, that's a newer record too. It's kind of, Yeah, it's kind of newer. Oh, right, yeah, give me eight but, bars from it. Eight bars from it is, uh, man, what's the first verse? Let me see. Uh, damn, I can't even think of the first verse right now. <laughs> All right, so just That's give tough. us 16 bars from yeah. anything. Oh, from anything? Yeah. Yo, I promise, give me guidance, take it all in one call, one chance to put me on, stay balanced and won't fall, find myself coming up short but literally stand tall, all the time that I put in, why wouldn't I want to ball, I promise, I just want to shine brighter than the sun, take my days as they come, the ejaculation is crucial, but don't let me confuse you, I'm just trying to get through you, and I ain't saying switch up a thing, I'm saying do you, see me, I tend to live my life just like a rock star, get drunk as fuck, maybe I go fuck me a pop star, no, I'd rather be on the island. Sipping drinks and wildin', taking pics and styling in the Caribbean rhyming. See, that's that other shit that I be on, man. I get the lemon haze up in me, get the zone, man. But still, I wake up, thank my God in the moan, man. And light the kush before I stretch and get the yawn, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you weren't scared, you jump right into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? You jump yeah. right into that. So tell us about what would be your dream collaboration if you had to pick an artist, producer, and a video director. Man, my dream, oh, man. Producer-wise first, whew, man, that's tough because I had that question asked to me like two weeks ago. But I told my mans I would really probably use Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah, I would use Pharrell just because all the beats, just the 
the different way he go with cuts, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the history he's had with the clips and the yeah, Pharrell would be, you know, the producer. Yeah. And then uh collaboration wise, man, I probably would collaborate with Dang. I, it used to be Kanye, you know, but that was back in the college dropout days. You know what I mean? I would use him, but if I could collaborate with somebody, it'd probably be, Dan, I don't want to say Jay, you know what I mean? But well, that would why be. Not? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he I was. to the show, man. You need yeah, to say I, that if that's what you want. Yeah, I, you know, Jay would be a good collab. You know, I would want to see what I could do with that. But if that couldn't happen, I would definitely love to get a, a record with um, Fab. Yeah. Yeah, definitely fab. Yeah. Just because the wordplay he used, you know what I'm saying? It'd just be crazy. Yeah. 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 Who yeah. would direct the video? The video would definitely be Hype Williams because yeah. of that visual. You know what I mean? And I know he's still out there doing video, so yeah. it would definitely be Hype Williams. I mean, well, if yeah. Pharrell and Jay on it, he definitely would yeah. do the video. Yeah, <laughs> that video would be, yeah. He definitely would do the video. So what's your thoughts on the Detroit rap scene? Because it's hot. It's, 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 it's hot, It's man. doing its thing right it now. It is. Yeah. It is. It's, I mean, on both ends. I've always loved Detroit because we've got the, the lyrical side and we also got the um, the flashy side. You know what I mean? So. Right. You wanted the bars, you can go to Eminem, the D12, and Jay Dilla route. And then if you just want the flashiness, you could have went, you know, the Cheddar Boys and all of that, T-Grizzly. And that all is still living until this day. You know what I'm saying? So I love it, man. I love the T-Grizzlies uh, shining. Uh, uh, all them boys. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, they all doing their thing. And it's getting a better light shined on us. You know what I mean? Yeah, for the first time, like, since I've been alive, I can really say, like, Detroit is getting on. a real yes. shot. Like, yeah, what yes. people consider on, like, it's more than one artist and yeah. more than one genre. We got and more than one crew. Yeah. Like, they, re yeah. they really own. is really a light shine. And the music is speaking for itself. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like It ain't uh, hype. It, 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 yeah, it, it, like, the music standing up. When it yeah. comes to Eminem and shit, like... He just a white boy from Michigan, like right, when right. it when it when it was talking that Detroit shit. Yes. not like the streets of Detroit Facts. are yeah. on. You know right. what I'm saying? East right. to west, yes. and it's like a good representation. Like mm -hmm. I couldn't listen to Eminem music and understand what Detroit was about. True, right? But I could True. listen. I could pop these cats here and understand what what the East Side about it, yeah. and 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 know that there's other small cities like to either go to or avoid, mm -hmm. and that's all coming through the music. Because when you hear shit from Atlanta, yeah. it it puts you in the okay if you're gonna be on the south side this who you where you go be at and this yep. how i go over here yep. and the same yep. thing with zone six and i feel like detroit yeah. finally got that that type of representation and mm -hmm. it's a good time to be an artist from it detroit is. too no yeah. matter what type of music you true make, you feel yeah. what i'm saying yeah yeah so yeah, like true. let's get into the purge so like, like talk about some of the records over there man the purge is important because it was like a time when i was living in arizona and i started to record out there in the studio and uh it's called DigiLab. This studio, I had never seen a studio like this. They had, like, touchscreen boards and stuff like that. So shouts out to them. But out there, oh, I was... what part of Arizona? Uh, that was in Phoenix, definitely. What yeah. led you to Arizona? Uh, because I wanted to kind of get over... I, You know what? Let me take it back. I had moved in 2011. I had a homeboy who had ran into one of the Slum Village dudes out in, like, Royal Oak. Yeah. So he's like, yo, I got an artist that's doing his thing. We both... We have been doing everything. You know, we had dropped this new album... And he was like, I don't know what else to do, you know, with my artist. Yeah. And this dude was like, man, he was like, you need to actually move up out of Detroit. So I like kind of took that to heart. And I was like, man, if I could just give it a go, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I had worked all of these jobs and saved up. And I was like, man, I can't really tell the fam I'm just leaving to go to the West Coast, you know, for try to get to this music, even though, you know, it was beautiful yeah. in my eyes, you know. So 
I ended up uh, going to this school out there. And I ended up, like, going out there and shit just went bad from, like, day one. Yeah. You know, but the rap scene out there was, like, it was kind of strong, but not so strong. Right. They DJs, like, really play their music, you know, yeah. the independent artist music. So I spent, like, five years out there and just building up this music from all the frustrations I was going through, you know what I mean? And then wanting to come back home, you know, to kind of start over. I had created this mixtape, and it was just, the songs was, was dope. And I was like, I'm just going to call this Purge because I, I just want revenge on, you know, yeah. you know what didn't happen, you know, in Arizona because we was treated, you know, terrible out there. You know, they at the school or just in general? No, the school, I had dropped out the first uh, month I got there, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Because they had said I made too much money here. Yeah. So so I had to. From working a job to yeah, get the money. Yes. To to, yeah. yeah. So I had to Good drop out. America. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to drop out of school to find a job and try to, you know, grind mm-hmm. out. So. Yeah. Through all of that, I still stay focused on, you know, the music and finding studios. It just never dropped, you know what I mean? And I created this Purge mixtape, and I had, you know, majority of the songs done, and I had recorded out there, but I was like, I just don't feel right. I want to come back here and complete that project because, yeah. you know, I, I record down at the disc. Yeah. So I'm like, my engineer, I had been rocking with him for so long, and I was just like, if I can get his feel on this, you know, mixtape so we can bring it out perfect, yeah. you know, then it's good. So I finally made my way back to Detroit and linked back with him and, you know, here come the Purge. It was good to go. So uh, let's talk about some records on the Purge. Uh, Money Dance, that, that one caught the attention. Who produced that? Uh, Money Dance is actually done by a homeboy of mine named Fame. Uh, he did that beat, and yeah, I heard it. I don't think he liked the beat, but you know how artists are here and be like, "Yeah, that's it." Yeah, you this, know, this so gonna work. For yeah, me. yeah. He was sending me records out while I was, was out. Yeah, yeah, so I had got that one. He was like, "You know, I'm just gonna send you a bunch of stuff." And I had heard that record. I was like, "Yeah, I could just turn this into something," you know. So, so yeah, what uh, what was curious to me is like so you spent this time on a phoenix rap scene so mm. did you make a lot of headway out there because i'm taking it you don't sound like an artist from phoenix yeah and i don't really know who came out of phoenix yeah. well uh, uh what was dog name hot rod yeah and then dtp oh, had somebody what yeah, was dtp artist the guy name was uh, g unit had somebody no no uh, that's hot rod no it was another one too because game had one too game had a, a juice artist. juice yeah juice. so that's juice hot rod and whoever DTP had. That's DTP I, had a guy, uh, Damn, forgot. what's that nigga's name? Yeah, because he kind of popped off for a little bit, but he yeah. ain't put too much money into him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he say. Yeah. We don't know what he put into it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was trying to dig the streets. I did get a, a heavy connect out there. I ended up, I was just like, man, creating music. And I was like, man, what can I do to, you know, what's going to get me on? Because yeah. I'm here in Phoenix yeah. trying to get over to L.A. and didn't have the funds to get over there. Yeah. And I end up uh, running into this DJ named DJ Unknown. He was from New York, but he was yeah. in you know Phoenix, and he had this company called uh, ArtistAuditions.com. Yeah, 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 I was say I heard of Unknown. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. rocked with him. I, I ended up meeting him like downtown Phoenix. I gave him the the album I had created in 2009 here. And as soon as I gave it to him, I mean, the minute we rolled away, it was like probably ten minutes later. He was calling me on a you know phone like, yeah. "Dude, this, <laughs> you this know, go. yeah, this is a ghost." So I, I know he asked you where you was from. Yeah, he already knew. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. like, "Man, you don't even sound like you from Detroit." You know, he's just like, "Dude, this is you know, I'm loving this." So yeah. then we linked from there, and uh, I, yeah, I did like a couple things with him. The first big thing that he connected me with though was uh, 
opening up for YG and DJ Mustard. Yeah. So I did that in 2013. It was dope. I got flown to New York yeah. and uh, rocked out for him. And this was before YG had my nigga, my nigga. Yeah. yeah. So he got in. They wanted to see how this West Coast Which was dude, actually on a bylug mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they was like, let's see how he, you know, this West Coast dude and DJ Mustard going to do on the East Coast. Yeah. So they packed this club like 100 people. Yeah. But, you know, I got like footage of that, you know, and we just take. Me and that DJ take clips of different stuff, you know, I done done with him, but y'all still y'all still yeah, rocking? still yeah. I went to San Diego last year, so I might go this year, and it was for a conference where I end up link. I end up seeing uh, who was out there, Crooked Eye. Yeah, Crooked Eye was out there, and a couple other DJs I linked. Uh, DJ uh, BK, I'm, I'm rolling with him now, so yeah. that's a guy from San Diego. But yeah, man, you just got to keep rocking. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So what uh, this song Dreams? Explain the process of making that. Oh yeah, dreams is mess. It's definitely a song that I probably wrote half that verse. You know, in the car, I got that visual, and uh, I was just like, man, I gotta make this happen. Like, I wrote a lot of my records on my break. You know what I'm saying? From this this welding job I worked, but it came from just being so stressed out from being in the you know same position. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing really rocking like that. So you know that song came about. Yeah, just sitting in on break. Yeah, I definitely know the feeling. Yeah, I just a lot of my ideas come while at work because yeah. I don't really want to be here. So I'm thinking of like, how right. the fuck can I get That's out of here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I need something to get me up out of here. And usually that shit work. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it because do. some motherfuckers working there and that's the best job they go have. Yeah. And, and ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I just want to work for myself and my family. And this ain't gonna cut it, my nigga. Yeah, but you gotta let people know it's not nothing wrong with that though because like everybody's not built to be an actual boss or whatever like everybody's not built to be an entrepreneur like right. it's actually value in great employees yeah, yeah a great yeah. boss or a great leader go have great employees right. and that's gonna take the business there because if if i'm an employer and i got my independent business and i don't teach my employees how to run the business in the event if i'm sick or something happened to me then these people go fall off but they've True. been following you the whole time yeah. so like people Everybody not a boss, and it ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that. Everybody yeah. not a king. Everybody not sure. a queen. You need warriors yep. to protect the village. So yep. if yep. it's 30 niggas who thinking they kings, where the fuck is the warriors at? True. You need a court <laughs> gesture to lighten up the mood. Like, people don't know that the court gesture is the most important because he, the king tells him the 100% truth. Yeah. So yes. he can make jokes about it. Right. Everybody want to be a king. Everybody want to be a boss. Yeah. Bro, you're not ready to dig in your pocket and not have no money because you done pay all your people. True. You're not ready to be like, damn, such and such kid sick. I yeah. want to go grab this watch, but let me help yeah. them out. Like yeah. that, them boss that's decisions. Real that's yeah. real shit. So, yeah, like, because where I work at, I value my job a lot more now because we actually push a product. I work at an engine plant. You know oh, what okay. I'm saying? Okay. And I worked in that, walked in that bitch one day, and it's like we made our 10 millionth engine. Yeah. My nigga, I've been there five, six years, bro. Yeah. I paid a big part in that yeah. shit. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? True. So these True. 10 million engines put yep. food on. But at the same time, I'm still doing what I'm doing. But right. some people walk in there and they that's right. their job. They yeah. they, they, yeah. they ain't got ain't nothing wrong with. Yeah. Some people want to read the books that you write. Some people want to hear the music you make. Yeah. Everybody don't want to be Do the, the star. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like yeah. when I be at work coming up with my ideas and shit, I just be like, if I had to do this for the rest of my life, it's yeah. cool. It's a nice living. Right. I'm not gonna do this for the rest of my life, right. and this why I'm not gonna do it for the rest of my life. Right. But a lot of people don't understand that because when they hear like your story, yeah. you said you saved up to yeah. go to Arizona, then yeah. you got That's to Arizona, yeah. and they told you you made too much money mm -hmm. from saving up trying yeah. to change. That's discouraging. Yeah. It is. You know what it I'm is. saying? Like that's discouraging because. Yeah. 
you wouldn't have even been in my money business had I not been trying to go to school. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> you know what For I'm real. saying? Like, yeah. So you mad that I make so much money that you don't want to give me a loan right. that I'm going to have to pay a thousand times over if I get the loan. Yep. So they did you a favor, bro. Yeah, they did. They <laughs> you know did. what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah, did you they a favor. Did. You know what yeah, I'm it was what a time, man. It was just like, yeah, it was it was scary because you like, dude, I ain't about to go to this bike school. It was for a bike school. Cause yeah. I ride, so I was oh, like, man, yeah. So yeah. you look like a biker, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for real, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I ride, so I was like, man, I could do that, and you know, go at this music, do my shit. Yeah, yeah but it just, you know, by both us, things I'm passionate. Yeah, about. yeah. With that school now working out, you know, but the music kept coming through. You know what I mean? Writing and all of yeah. the. Being hey, Arizona, let me find out y'all got something yeah. against motherfuckers from Southeast Michigan because my cousin <laughs> went to Arizona and shit. He lived out there now. He moving okay. back. I got two cousins See? that went. One went for heating and cooling, and you oh, can't. Okay. Stop that! Like he yeah. he got the unlimited work, but then my other cousin, I guess it's like a refrigerator factory out oh, there. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It so is. he was working at that bitch. This nigga wife was pregnant. He took the leave. Yeah. So he and he ran into his sick time. They fired the nigga. Like we Dang. know you wasn't sick. You use your vacation up, bro. I'm trying to be at the crib. My wife just had a baby. My nigga, yeah. quit with but the fuck shit. They might not shit. value their family. He yeah. out. He out in Glendale. Yeah, yeah. I had that same <laughs> interview. Yeah. You going to interview? It's like three motherfuckers that yeah. you know interview. You at yeah, same time. He, he worked there. He yeah, it's there. gutter out there, man. It's, yeah. it's just gutter, but but they got some dope ass gun laws out there. Fellas they do had guns. They, yeah, 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 they can. You know, yeah. you ain't got to have a CPL, so you None can just walk shit. around with that the shit. Open, dog, yeah. doing a little something. Yeah, because yeah. motherfuckers be it's like, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Know when you I came back, idiot. that's yeah. what you go catch. That's yeah. the case you go catch. It's a concealed <laughs> pistols license, but they get like, come on, dog. For real, yeah. Right. So the song looked over. How did? What was your energy when you was making that song? Man, looked over was like, dude. I was feeling like, man, I'm out here in A. And I'm getting some attention, but it's not the right attention that I want. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, I just don't want cats to be like, you know, looking over this artist and just, you know, regret it later. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. damn. So, yeah, that's what Looked Over is all about. I love that song, too, man. It's, yeah, definitely a dope record. Yeah. Yep. What's next? What what you working on right now? Actually, man, I got a new album coming out called Kid in a Dream. This yeah. album is like fire, man. My my producer on there is Marv One. You know, yeah. big shots out to Marv One. Marv been Marv been here. Yeah, we been yeah. man. We sit and he sent me so much. Like he's like my main producer. I got two of them right now. It's him and uh, another homeboy out in Texas. He's from here, but his name RB Dot Seven. Yeah. So both of them two been like my main focus on this new project. Uh, we was gonna drop it halfway February, but we want I really wanna get the attention. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's done. It's ready to yeah, go. Yeah, it's done. It's ready to go. It's been mixed mastered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mar the single is called For You. It's featuring Marv on the hook. And uh it's just fire, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> I feel good about this record. You, got, uh, that's you shot the visuals and all that? Yeah, we actually got one video shot for it by uh my man T and B Films. Uh yeah. shout out Reem and them. Yeah. You know, so we got this we gonna shoot the second video, it's gonna be just incredible. Yeah. And just, I mean, after that project come, I got a whole nother project to drop. Because it's just like this year is like just all go in. You know what I mean? Just right, right. no letting up. And I really want that, you know, that not attention, but that recognition. Like, yeah, this now, guy. How, how long do you let your projects grow? Because even though mm -hmm. you say you got a project ready to go. So, like, yeah. when we do promotions and all the behind the scenes work for artists that we work with, like, mm -hmm. we notice, like, they, they move on. They abandon the records. Yeah. You oh, feel what I'm yes. saying? Like, they abandon yes. the records. And we be like, listen, my nigga. Yes. 
this is a worldwide business because mm-hmm. it's not a game. It's a worldwide business. Yes. And just because you didn't get the traction, say, in your area, this shit might be bubbling somewhere else. And then yes. you abandon it and pull the finances from this because mm-hmm. you like it didn't blow right in front of me. So how long right. do you usually work your projects? I usually work my projects probably from six to maybe eight months. Yeah, yeah. Not even. Now that's good for some independent. You Not know even playing because that got to give me a chance to get around to the DJs, any open mics I got to go to to really spit just anything, hitting streets with CDs. You know what I'm saying? And I get my mixtapes out for free. Yeah. And I got them up on, you know what I mean, all the mixtape circuits. You yeah. know what I mean? The Dat Piff and all of that. So it takes probably. So how you releasing this one? How you re- this one is getting pushed back because we're gonna drop it halfway in February. But I really want what that. What the a- fuck does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> mid February I was gonna drop the project. So okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, halfway February. But it's just I, I really wanna <laughs> I wanna push the project some more. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. want people to hear that single and get that visual to, yeah. uh, out of. Uh, the video. So, so, so the single is it on YouTube? Can I like it? No, the single is actually on uh, SoundCloud. Okay. Yeah. So we gonna finish up with all the other you know visuals that we need to push out, and then probably drop this project in the summer. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, summer summertime. That way, every be everything will be lined up. The video, any type of promo we gotta push out. You know what I mean? It'll be ready to go. Yeah. So everybody can get a full you know look at everything. So okay. yeah, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. So how many? Uh, how many? tracks on there oh a kid in the dream has got 14 cuts on there okay yeah okay. 14 how cuts. many videos y'all planning on doing i'm planning on pushing three videos off this off this record yeah, yeah. Off yeah. This, yeah that's dope that's yeah dope. that's dope. three videos definitely okay okay a kid in a dream a kid in a make sure you send that to us too uh, yeah the, the title and stuff so we can put it in the uh in the description so that's like uh what, what do you do besides music you said you ride. How long you been riding? Yeah, I've been riding since 2008. So I pretty much ride crotch rock. It's not too crazy, but, you know, I thought, like, maybe going to that school and figuring out how to fix them, it wasn't going to be a, you know, this is going to be my career. You know what I mean? Because I figure, like, if I don't get to where I want with the music, I'll be in there some way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, my hand you might be, be making custom bikes for niggas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll be in there some way. But, uh, yeah, I've been riding for, yeah, since 2008. So. What made you want to ride? Uh, my pops, you know, growing up, he always had a brand new bike because he worked at Chrysler yeah. and owned a grocery store right off Schoolcraft and uh, like Schaefer area. Yo, oh, let's talk up. about that. So yeah. why you ain't take the grocery store over? <laughs> no, because that's what we said. That's how black yes. businesses die. Because, they do. Yeah. They do. That's very true. But uh, with my pops, I wasn't very, you know, I didn't know him like that. Oh, okay, you know okay. what I'm saying? So growing up, he would slide through the crib with new, you know, all types of new shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But. We didn't build that relationship like that, me yeah. growing up. So I never knew my pops like that. And then growing up even more, getting into high school, I just definitely didn't see him, but I would run into his kids. So he okay. had, yeah, he was already married to another, you know, with, chick with kids. Yeah, they right, were so. fully grown. So yeah. I would kind of run into them, but it was like, you know, just a what up and then keep it moving. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so, yeah. yeah, so he probably left that grocery store to them, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so how did that impact you, like, knowing that your father had, like, other children and shit? Because this kind of could go back over, uh, like, because you got a title of a song called Looked Over. So this might not be the first time you felt like that in in your life. It's not even just with music. It's like, damn, okay, so, like, music is subjective for one, right? So you might feel like... uh, 
damn, these niggas looking over my shit, but listening yeah. to such and such. Right. And then, like, something like that will bring it out of you when you're making a song because you be like, oh, I felt like this before because my dad had kids who, right. who lived with him. And that's yeah. not necessarily the best thing either. Sometimes you'd be like, I see why I wouldn't want to live yeah. with this nigga. But other times right. you'd be like, damn, my dad had a grocery store in Detroit, a black-owned city, and guess what? Now there's no black-owned grocery stores in Detroit. Yeah. Like, you could have took that torch right. if you had the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I definitely could have. Yeah, I, I could see that. But I touched on that topic uh, on the last album. You okay. know what I'm saying? With him and just how I felt. And uh, I don't you know. You know what? You keep referring to the last album. Yeah, I got to get that. Yeah. What's the titles of these albums? Yeah, so the last can album. Hear these, uh, yeah, two yeah, 2009 album was called Anger Problem. Okay. Anger problem, and that's yes. what led you to going to Arizona. Yes, which you ultimately hooked up with DJ Unknown. Right. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So you like you gotta say the album yeah, title. These so, albums, yeah, these albums. Yeah. Yeah. From street music to anger problem to purge mixtape to the new album Kid in the Dream coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? And right. just not even I mean just going to other doing stuff for other people and. Yeah, man, it's been a good time of music. So what you on your own label? You on your own label or you sign with somebody else? Because um, it's JCP slash BNG Entertainment, right? Is that what it is now? Yeah, that's what it is now. But I would, um, right now, I just got, a you know, the distribution deal um, through One Umbrella, which they're out of uh, San Diego. I was about to say I heard of that. Yeah, yeah, One Umbrella, they out of San Diego. So I just did a distribution deal with them for this new album that's going to drop. That's going to come tomorrow yeah. with uh, Kid in the Dream. Yeah, Kid in the Dream, okay. yeah. But, um... I would actually like to run with a label first. You know what I'm saying? And I've always kind of like, man, I've always wanted to run with Double MG. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not because of Meek and them, but just because of how Ross work. You know what I'm saying? Just just the Ross was only one of the few rappers who didn't hate on the rappers that he signed, man. That's that, it. That, that he treated them good yes. like they are, and then they nobody all had their own thing. Yeah, yeah. nobody could play. Nobody could Even play. the niggas who never really came out, so Style you would think. Because, look, like Triple that, yeah. C's had an album oh, that came did. out. Like, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. who he introduced you to, for yeah. the most part, who he was down out. with. Because P.O., he was never down with. He wasn't down with him. They just put him down. That's because, you know, our niggas be like, no, niggas, P.O. wasn't happy. But P.O., he didn't pick P.O. They put P.O. with him. Right, And if you ain't coming around and shit I can't get to know you my nigga right. Appeal was dope as hell he yeah. was yeah, I actually yeah. heard a record from him this morning which is weird <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. weird yeah but yeah I would actually run with Double MG yeah. you make enough noise and, and you want to get his attention you can get his attention yeah. bro right yeah, yeah. no doubt, yeah, he, no he, doubt. He, he, he take good care of his artists from from, from artist perspective of yeah. what you're seeing yeah. Yeah. yeah so you really want to do that though just like so so you can learn the game and learn how it, how I do. it really operates yeah and then eventually i would love to uh you know branch off and then have my own label and uh but you know i would really be out there looking for them artists that's like hungry and very passionate about this you know what i'm saying so i wouldn't look over a different you know an, an artist out there who's got that hunger yeah. And I would know his hunger. You know what I'm saying? Because you display that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, because motherfuckers think, like, they'll see you and you will be on or what they consider on just because it's better than their situation. Right. And they think a nigga gave you that. Like, yes. no, nigga, I saved up. Mm -hmm. I moved to Phoenix. I I've had went that. to school. I had to come back. Yeah. yeah. All type of shit. I've had, that, I've had that happen to me tons of times where I've rocked with a company and they about to, you know, throw me on a show. And people see us bubbling, man. He about to open up for such and such out in NY, you know, and just they, you know, you, the DMs start jumping in, you know what I mean? Right. And people start wondering and seeing how can they, 
you know, finagle their way up in there with you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah, it ain't it, but right, just hard work. See, yeah. the internet and the streaming and the YouTube and all that is, is making motherfuckers overlook hard right. work. That's why they abandon the projects too quick because yeah. somebody, you could drop a song in January and yeah. by February you on to a new song, new video. Yes. Man, listen. If you drop a song in January and you want your shit hot for the summer, yeah. you gotta work it. Yeah. You gotta work it. it. You gotta get it hot. You yes. don't. You don't just because it's the the just because millions of people the potential yeah. of millions of people to listen and hear on YouTube, yeah. SoundCloud, that, that, that don't mean good. that ten thousand not good enough. Yes. That don't mean that thousand not good enough. Because yep. if you could do a show with a thousand people, yep. you go sell them a ticket. Yep. They go buy a C, a physical CD. Mm-hmm. They go buy a T shirt, hat, yes. button, or whatever. Yep. That's important because then they go go back and tell such and such. Then they go go back. Then you go come around next year to the same spot. You need a bigger venue. That's why it's different size venues. And because you used to start at the Bullfrog and end up on the top stage at uh, St. Andrews. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a process that you go through. Like, Niggas uh, not do Simons right now. Yeah. Simons is a little spot, and yeah. wherever it said, I ain't gonna give them no pub because they probably right. ain't black on. Yeah, but yeah. wherever people you, you won't do that. Said the name. But, they, <laughs> but you got to be on a circuit to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. But then you will look up in Tech Nine. Everybody but yeah. Tech Nine coming through. Uh, everybody on Strange but Tech Nine to go do Simons. Yeah. That's on a tour stop. Yeah. But somebody who live here would be like, that ain't big enough. Yeah. Not knowing yeah. that you fucking around. Now you get to know the promoters, and now yes. you opening up when these people here, and you yeah. sell your merch, and you do all this. See that. The yeah. internet kind of killed a hustle. Like I'm, di- I, me and music ain't getting along right yeah. now. You yeah, know? You know, oh, yeah, you know, you know music? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so, child. Just in general, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I just, but yeah, because it's making people like lazy, and then they follow. Yes. For, okay, following a format that worked is not a problem with that, but you just put that formula within your formula, mm-hmm. and that's how it worked for you. Everybody not go be a T. T dropped mm-hmm. his shit, and it took off, but right. it was niggas around him who right. done dropped mad shit, and ain't never took off. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. But right. the majority of that come with the vision. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. If you got the vision... And can't nothing stop that vision. That shit is like laser. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? No matter who's standing in the way, because if you stand in the way of a laser, you're going to get burnt. True. You feel what I'm saying? The laser my, hit his chest before the shots did. Exactly, because <laughs> my vision is laser. I already seen what I want for my life. Yeah. Now I just got to take the road to get there. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And people just think, I'm about to put this shit on YouTube right. and a million and motherfuckers going to watch it. Yes. First of all, my nigga, it's yes. billions of people in the world. So mm-hmm. a million still ain't shit. Yes. <laughs> you feel True. what I'm saying? True. It's billions of people. You want to limit yourself to a million? No, I'm about to put this shit on YouTube yeah. and what happens happens because once you release the music yeah. it's nothing else you could do right. you did your part you rapped yeah. you got it mixed and mastered yeah. you got the artwork now I put it out here mm-hmm. and it's up to the people to either fuck with it yeah. or they don't fuck with it that's, that's why I don't like when niggas be like oh such and such trash why they listen to him because right. he appeals to them some way that you yes. don't yes. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying yeah. Yeah. It, it could be anything the mm-hmm. way a nigga wearing his sneakers tied up yeah. he appeal you don't appeal they yeah. not go press play on your shit yeah, it's I that simple yeah I definitely love the way Detroit's looking because it's like they getting more, you know what I mean, shines now. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like, man, back in the day, I mean, if if Cheddar Boys and, I mean, Herc did get a little shine, you know, back in the day like that, you know, to the world just a little. But now it's like, you know, Double XL is definitely See, I, this is what I think too. it is because now, because niggas been biting Detroit style for, for so long. Eons. True. Now Detroit could show you that this they style. Yes. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? Because if, okay, so say like, 
artist A, big time artist come and he see niggas with Cardis and shit on. Mm-hmm. He could take that style and go back and it ain't nobody showing you that that's where he got it from. You can't yep. do that no more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right, like even when motherfuckers stealing songs and shit yeah. like that. Like, yeah. you, like you could steal my song and it might take me two years after your song mm-hmm. get to pop in to get it out there. Yeah. Now, soon as a nigga do something that sounds similar, a nigga be like, he yep. bit this. For, and I, yeah. that's the part about the internet I like. Mm-hmm. But the other part is, come on, man. Everybody don't want to see all that right. shit. Like, yeah. don't be a gangster yeah. on the net, my nigga. Or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and people yeah. was using that for rap. Mm-hmm. Like, they being like, oh, I'm a rapper. Yep. All these guns in the video is fake. But yep. you talk about blowing niggas' heads yeah. off. Yeah. Like, after Chief Keith, every video still been looking like that ever yes. since that. But yes. they was going to war with niggas around the corner. Yeah. And it's a hundred niggas in the other house just yeah. like that. Which is crazy. Yeah. But other niggas think it's for show. Yep. So then y'all do it for show and get y'all ass in trouble. Mm-hmm. And now it's just entertainment. Yeah. This ain't entertainment. You telling us it's real life. Right. Then you telling the people it's entertainment. You got to pick one. Because yep. if it's real life, then roll with, I don't give a fuck. This is right. my real life. Yeah. Or if it's entertainment, roll with, fuck it. I don't care how nobody feel this yeah. entertainment. Yep. And that's what's yep. fucking the game up too, man. Like yeah. it's just. Yeah. Look at me be an asshole. Talk, right. Look at me be stupid. Like, yeah, it's just really thirstiness of, you know, how to, how can they really get their product on, you know, and it really be, you know, trash. You know what yeah. I'm saying? A lot of that shit. But that's why I'm I'm glad I stay with the, you know, same visual, same style, never going to change. It don't matter, you know, how the hip-hop changes. It, you know, my style will always fit up in there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. it's your style and yeah. shit, so you don't got to worry about, right. damn, I made that 10 uh, Three years ago, that's yep. how music was sounding three right. years ago. And usually, them the artists who kind of make it. Like, think mm-hmm. about any artist you like; they either did something to change the sound, or yep. they didn't change with it. Meaning, they just everybody not go sing song their way yep. through the shit just because yep. that's how certain artists do. Right. That don't work for me. Yeah. Some niggas yeah. can really sing, and some niggas can really rap, and yeah. one nigga yeah. can really do it better than a lot of people. Right. That's not gonna work for everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can't rap as good as him mm-hmm. or sing as good as him, yep. then you sound terrible doing what he doing. Yep. You feel yep. what I'm saying? Every fucking song lately, damn, they got the same melody and everything. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this one long on, ass song. Yeah, yeah it's trying like to one set one. that pace. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, it's come just, on, man. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's. That's why I fuck with Blueface. For real, that's why I like him because he yeah. don't. That's what music about to start sounding like. Like when I you ain't hear even artists, listen to him. you just I, I ain't giving. Uh, uh, you listen and decide on your own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. When you hear an artist and everybody start hating on them so much, first, yep. first, then that's how you know that that's what music, some some yeah. form of music, like right. it's gonna be like, like I ain't saying the whole industry, but right. you know, it's you know how it's gonna be in there, yeah, it's gonna be in there, like yeah, yeah, because niggas yeah. be so mad, and yep. I, I just it be funny to me how niggas say how you listen to this but don't listen to this, like right. when me and niggas, other niggas talk hip hop, bro, it's so much shit I ain't heard, but yeah. then it's so much shit you ain't heard, like True. what True. makes this better than this? Who yeah. I yeah. yo nobody gave me my opinion on music, right? I start listening to Press E40 on my shit. own. Mm-hmm. I start reading about niggas and listen. Yep. Like, we yep. used to read the murder dog so much. Bro, okay. I have to hear this nigga after yeah. reading this story. <laughs> like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. this was before niggas was, was fucking with the murder dog. Damn. My nigga Richie yeah. was the first nigga who had a murder dog. And he like, dog, y'all will love this. It's only two left. He told me to stow. Damn. We went and bought both of them bitches and been on ever since. You Damn, feel what I'm saying? Crazy. Yeah. So, and it's yeah. like, niggas like, well, that shit poorly written. I, nigga, you can't even read that well. Wow. This is for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. This is... My the, mans don't do them no more, huh? No, nah, man. I haven't seen a murder dog in a minute. That, we, we was were, on the last cover of that bitch. It was nice. the 18th anniversary and shit. Oh, okay. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was us. It was Gucci and Waka. Nice. X rated. X rated. It was yeah. some other twins from, from uh, Indiana. Well, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That had to be recently. How, what, no, no. That shit was probably like 
2012. Oh, okay. 2013. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, definitely yeah. in Arizona then. Yeah, yeah, yeah them oh, shits. Yeah. He don't do the shits no more. But okay. they got a fucking uh, the Murder the Master Mur- Music Show. That's okay. a podcast ran by a nigga who used to work at the Murder Dog, okay. and it's just like the Murder Dog, but uh, you can hear yeah, it. Yeah. So they had dope. all type of motherfuckers on one show. Damn. You feel what I'm saying? And they like. Probably like 500 episodes in. Dang, Maybe more than that. that. that We'd have been on there twice, I think. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we've been so on they keeping that cracking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah he do that shit every week. Yeah. You feel oh, what I'm okay, saying? Okay. And he okay. talked to motherfuckers like who would be in the murder dog and yeah, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. He'd talk to somebody you never heard of. He'd talk to niggas behind the scenes with shit, telling you how shit went. Yeah, yeah. Because we ain't no haters. We gonna let niggas know that we listen to other shit. Just like, you know who we fuck with heavy on the podcast shit? It's the real. It's the real. We fuck with them hard. You know what I'm saying? One of them a twin, but the Two yep. twins ain't doing the show. Oh wait, okay, yeah, they got their uh, podcast downtown. I think it is. No, 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 no they, they some white boys. White boys from oh, okay. New York. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Okay. One of them a twin, but the two twins ain't who do the podcast. Like, Damn, because no niggas need to listen to this shit and keep this shit going. True. Cause my True. big homie told me the other day because I was congratulating my nigga Ty Mopkins because he had an event at the Motown Museum for mm-hmm. the 40th anniversary of the Top Tens, and I'm like, yeah, bro, you a cultural icon. Yeah. And he told me, no, nah, bro, it ain't the culture; it's the heritage. We too old to be the culture. Yeah. The culture is them kids you know what right. I'm saying we old enough that we keep the shit going we the heritage so we don't do shit for the culture no more yeah. so we do this heritage. shit for the heritage yeah, you know fact. what I'm saying that's yeah, how we yeah. rock it cause that's what my big dog told me cause I watched them throw a motherfucking party basically at the Motown Music Museum Damn. and it was so many Detroit legends in there who had never even been to that museum wow <laughs> straight that's up crazy. Yeah. straight was, up damn. it was so many people in there and it was dope and it was just my nigga did that for the heritage so yeah, shout out to good. Ty Mopkins yeah, definitely 40 years of top 10s you know what I'm saying yeah. wow. some niggas yeah. dropped the ball on that you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. they did but yeah. I seen a lot of pictures of people you know grabbing their pairs for that so that was yeah. dope yeah. oh yeah but it's 40 boxes that uh, only the family and the friends got dog Dirt. got one and I got one yeah, I'll show you that shot Oh, yeah. yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, 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 please do. Because yeah. I'm a sneakerhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. These boxes are uh, limited edition. So if a nigga go over your crib and you got one of them boxes, yeah. don't harm that nigga because yeah. he fuck with Ty. <laughs> and you fuck with Ty too. You man, know he looked, yeah, Ty looked out for me a long time ago, man, when he was uh, working at a sneaker shop. So it yeah. was, yeah, he looked out a lot. <laughs> so tell people where they can uh, find your music, find you at, and everything like that. Yeah, definitely, man. On uh, social media, you can find me, RBKid313. That's on Instagram, that's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. Okay. And uh, definitely you can find the mixtape, man. You want to hear something now? Uh, you can find the Purge on uh, That Piff, live mixtapes. And Kid got two Ds, right? Yes, two Ds. Yeah, the Kid. Yeah, let's talk about that name. RB Kid, man. Roderick Brooks is my real name. And the K-I-D-D, it doesn't stand for Little Kid. It stands for Kicking Indoors Daily. Yeah. So that's why it's RB Kid. Roderick Brooks Kicking Indoors Daily. This so shit private, man. You got to unprivate that shit. This oh, the music yes, business, do, man. baby. Yeah, I know. You know, my <laughs> you know homeboy told me that. He said, Doc, you know it's so damn hard for you to get your followers up? Because your shit is private. Is it because just private? Yeah. Right, so, yeah. Cause, yeah. Because when, when, when niggas be following me and they say, like, music or band and they shit private, I never follow back because oh, I always okay. feel like... Why wouldn't you want me to see this shit yes. and hear this shit? I don't want my shit to be private. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely take care of that today. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. And then you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at TCEPod, at TCEPod, if you want to be a part of the show. Uh, PR at TCOHH.org. Uh, I'm SJ. I'm AJ. I, I want, want for my brother, brother what I want for myself. <laughs>